As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The only place to read your emails and tweets. It's Wednesday, May 12th. This is the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. I'm J.E. Skeets. Hashtag full squad, baby. Right there, we got Mr. What You Need to Know, Tass Mellis. Fellow Beachers. Hello. We got the Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. hey hey The international man of mystery, always taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friend. Mm. Mm. Last, but certainly not least, making the magic happen is JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. JD, are you okay? Hello. What's going on? I got a, I don't know, I got a frog in my throat or something. Okay. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Well, it's all this radon down here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Please like, comment, and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Keep sending in your NBA questions. Email them in, nodunks at theathletic.com. Tweet them in. At No Dunk Sing, drop them in the YouTube comments section if you want to do that as well. And uh, before we get to the cues, Tassie, Thursday night, May 13th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we need all of you to roll through for the No Dunks Happy Hour Charity Drive live here on YouTube, 8.30 p.m. Eastern start on May 13th. That's Thursday night. We're going to hang out, you know, celebrate the end of another regular season as it draws to its conclusion here as we get ready for the play-in tournament. We'll play some games, I'm sure. But most importantly, we're raising some money for a good cause. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So come join us. Bring your wallets. And uh, let's raise some money there on Thursday night. Having a blast while we do it. Thursday night, May 13th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern start. All right. Bring your coins. Mm. Pour your coins on us. For your coinage on me. Just give us a few coins. You know, you know that junk. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird visual. Coinage on me. It's weird. It's weird, but you've got junk drawer coins that are just sitting around. Yeah, Pull look at this. Hold on. Just, yeah, just store some coinage second. out here. For <laughs> some coinage right now. Tomorrow, oh, tomorrow night, those coins are clinking. Tomorrow night, if we hit. What, $2,600? 
uh, for St. Jude uh, Children's Research Hospital. I will pour this uh, <laughs> jar of coins on me, very sexy-like, <laughs> and make a hell of a lot of noise, I'm sure. Okay, okay, yeah. I like this, uh, uh, that, this part I, I, of... Oh, Tass is, uh, Tass is, uh, Tass is getting get some, some coins right now, but Skeets, you got the bed right there behind you, you lay down, <laughs> just have somebody pour that <laughs> coin all over you? All right. <laughs> Door slammed, you, so you got, and uh, Tass has returned. Yeah, See, you, you got said, one coin, man. Yeah. No, look at this, I got 50 cent <laughs> Uh that's Why are you Peruvian. holding it like a magician? Oh, wow, yeah, oh, I know, man. I know, I know. It's well, like, pretty uh, cool, actually, how you held that for some reason. All right. Bing. <laughs> pretty good. Gotcha. Not bad. Uh, this is great podcasting right yeah. here. Uh, we're doing magic tricks with coins. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll add to it. I'll add to it. While I was, uh, oh, wow. while I was running for the, yeah, it's got it's a little jar that says <laughs> casino money on the side. I mean, was it really worth the sprint that I just did across my house? Probably not. While I was doing the sprint, I'm like, yeah. You can't see the coins, and no. that's the problem. Yeah. It's not a clear yeah, that's jar. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, there's a lot of coins in there. Man, I, I, got, just... I got no coins around. I'm a little... <laughs> you're <laughs> like you're such a, a loser right now. <laughs> <laughs> no coins see, that's, within reach. That's the problem with Bitcoin, man. It doesn't really exist, does it? I mean, these these coins right. are legit, man. They're the real deal. <laughs> oh, JD. JD's wow. showing dollar oh, bills. Yeah. 20 bucks there? 20 what do you bucks. got? Nice. 20 bucks. <laughs> 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 Lincoln, uh, I, I get all my money from my kids. They get birthday money and Christmas money and stuff, and then they'll, they'll like, hey, I want to buy a video game. And I just say, all right, pay up. And they just give me the money, and they put it on my card. So. Oh, okay. That's a... That's how you're doing it over there. Got right? like 350 bucks around here, just in 20s <laughs> lying around. Nice. <laughs> Baller. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll save some of that for tomorrow night. Again, 8.30 p.m. Eastern start, the No Dunks Happy Hour charity drive. Okay. What a fascinating uh, start to this one. <laughs> People running around their houses trying to find their coins to show off and their dollar bills. Uh, well, let's see that tomorrow just, night. Everybody out there. Yeah, for sure. let's do it. All right. I just I just needed a reason to finish my uh, my steps ring on my watch. Oh, so good. I, that's why I got it done. <laughs> Huge. All right, let's start her off here. Hey, no dunkers. With the playoffs on the horizon, I've been thinking about what players are likely to step up big for their teams. Given the cryptocurrency and NFT craze, it got me thinking. What player would you invest stock in going into these playoffs? It doesn't have to be a player on a team that's likely to go far, but just a player that could have a big impact for their team. The player I'm investing in is Paul George. Now I know what you're thinking. Bad investment. Well, you might be right, but I'm buying low and hopefully selling high. As an OKC fan, I've rooted for PG to bounce back since 2019's OKC Blazers bye-bye series. And last year didn't help with the Clippers implosion, but I'm doubling down and hopefully I can get some sweet, sweet ROI. Love you guys and keep up the great work with the show. That's from Casey in Ireland. So Skeets, who'd you invest stock in? You're in the NFT game. Yeah, well, I like the Paul George pick. You know, I'm on record right. here uh, that I'm sort of uh, cheering him on a little bit. I'd like to see him bounce back from some of those brutal games that he's had in uh, playoffs past or more recently, I guess. And I think he could. I think he could uh, prove some of the haters wrong if he balls out like he has all season. A couple names that haven't been in the playoffs before that I think are, uh, I guess, a bit of a buy low and maybe they pop off. Devin Booker, as a huge Devin Booker fan, I mean, 
you could see in a world where he does similar things to what a Jamal Murray did and a Donovan Mitchell did, where he finally gets in a playoff series and has some like huge scoring games. Like, I don't think that's that far fetched that he goes for uh, you know forty once, twice, three times, whatever mm-hmm. uh, in a playoff series, or at least moving forward with the Suns. And then in the East, a guy who hasn't been in a lesser name than a Booker, but Bogdanovich with the Hawks. I could see him having some big games, too, in a playoff series, you know, against maybe the Knicks or a Heat, wherever they end up falling there. And uh, that is a much more of a buyer lower type of guy. And then maybe he, uh, you know, has some Tyler Hero-like buckets uh, performances in him, um, like Hero was down in the bubble last year. So I'll go him. And, of course, I got to throw uh, Andrew Wiggins in the mix, too. <laughs> Bye so bye hot low. right now. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's up it, for it him, be... but it's still low because overall. Uh, I guess. I you know, it would be hilarious if Andrew Wiggins just, like, dominated a couple play-in games or playoff games or something like that. So those are three guys that come to mind, but I do like the Paul George pick for sure. All right. Trey, what do you got? I love an IPO, Skeets, the initial playoff offering. I'm surprised you choose Bogdanovich, though, from the Hawks. What about Trey Young? He could be a Jamal Murray or, you know, a Devin Booker in the bubble sort of thing. Once uh, in the playoffs, you know, it becomes so important to be a perimeter guy who's getting buckets from the outside. We've seen uh, as the pressure goes up, some of these guys with the insane confidence, it just brings it out of them um, in the playoffs. I think the PG, yeah, that's a good one. Obviously a great player, strong fundamentals, but I'm still holding on to my butt coin. You know, the Jimmy Butler cryptocurrency mm, yeah. for anybody who wants to work hard and be the man. I bought it back in 2011 pretty cheap. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. But it always seems to peak during playoff time. And guess what? Jimmy Butler maybe has had the most low-key great season in the league so far. Really under the radar since the Heat haven't been stacking up wins until lately. But I would say he's got a case as a top 10 player in the league this season. 21 points per game, career-high field goal percentage. He's almost at 50% from the field this year. Still only like 21 from three. Weird stuff. Career-high in assists for Jimmy Butler as well right now. 7.2 per game, 10th in the league. He leads the league in steals per game. Top 10 in free throw attempts. 5th in PER. 5th in win shares. 5th on basketball references. MVP tracker skeets. I know you love that. Also, Mm -hmm. the fewest minutes Jimmy Butler has played in a season since his rookie year. The Heat are peaking right now. This is the healthiest they've been all season. Jimmy has been nails in the playoffs throughout his career. Get you some butt coin while you still can. <laughs> hey, when did you buy that? 2011-teen? Is that what you said? <laughs> everybody in the stream team is like, did he say 2011-teen? Did I say 2011-teen? Yeah, you did. I heard it too. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, those are, that's, a, that's a great pick. Uh, I'm interested to see where Jimmy Butler falls on the all-NBA squads. Uh... You know, I assume he's going to be on one of them, but will he be second At team? At this point, maybe. Maybe third? Yeah. I, oh, I think, I do think he's going to make one of them. I just don't know which one. I heard, I think, Zach Lowe and Kevin Arnovitz saying maybe he's on the first team, which I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know about that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see soon enough. Uh, any uh, guys that you would be uh, buying into right now, buying low on Lee as they head into the playoffs? Well, the Milwaukee Bucks brought Drew Holiday in for the playoffs. Uh, so I think he'd be a good investment because the season's gone pretty well for him. He shot the ball well. Uh, he's slotted into that role very nicely. And now it's payday, really. This is what they wanted him for because they got rid of Bledsoe because he couldn't perform in the playoffs. And now they've got a guy who you know at the end of the game, he very likely could have that last shot. I mean, there's other options, of course, with the Giannis and Chris Middleton. But if the ball's in uh, Drew Holiday's hands, 
you feel confident that he'll make the right decision, whether it's a pass or a shot. And defensively, he's a, a, an upgrade on Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe's a good defender at times, but uh, Drew Holiday is the guy who we've seen a couple of times try to shut down guys and really get in someone like Kyrie Irving's face. So this is it. This is this is the whole offseason right now, I think, for Milwaukee. It's like they wanted to go better. They, they knew that Eric Bledsoe wasn't going to take them there, so they got Drew Holiday. Can he now step it up in the playoffs? We've seen him uh, uh, had success, of course, with the Pelicans in that one time when they uh, upset the uh, Blazers. He was influential in that series. So now let's see. Let's see what they get in Drew Holiday because if he has a huge playoff series, that could really determine just how far the Bucks go as well. I mean, you know you're going to get Giannis is going to play well. You know Middleton's going to play well. But who's that other guy? Who's that third uh, wheel on the team that they haven't had in years gone by? Drew Holiday's the man they're investing in, and so am I. Give me some Drew coin. <laughs> okay. Drew Holiday says he's the best defensive player in the league. He is every year, I guess he was saying. So, uh, you know, you don't hear Drew Holiday sort of saying stuff like that often. Uh, he's a great defender. I don't think he's going to win DPOI, but he, I assume he'll be all in, all defense first team, or at least second team. He'll probably make the first one. And there's Simmons there. Do you yeah. count Butler as a forward or a guard? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just thought that was interesting. Tass, anyone else to add here to this list? Well, I'm going uh, ultimate buy low. Try and try and hit that ceiling. Try and hit a jackpot in the first or second round because I think Kristaps Porzingis' stock has never been lower. Mm, but wow. but uh, the ceiling is extremely high. He's a unicorn. And maybe it's just because I'm listening to the Shattered podcast about the Knicks history and hearing uh, scouts give the down low on Kristaps Porzingis and sell it to Phil Jackson and what happened in New York and how good he was. And the fact that he is having a really good year despite the injuries. He hasn't played the last seven games uh, with a knee thingy, and no one really trusts that Kristaps Porzingis can be healthy for a run, but he's got 20 points per game, which is shocking to me. His highest field goal percentage of his career, highest shooting, highest true shooting percentage, highest two-point percentage. Uh, the, the guy is... Ballin, um, uh, when he's out there, uh, it's just if he gets out there. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I can buy into the skills of Kristaps Porzingis right now, and hopefully they're just keeping him out because he can be extremely healthy in the playoffs for them, <laughs> and and that's the plan. But uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Kristaps Porzingis can raise the ceiling of that team. He was really really good when he played this season. Uh, but it just seems like he's almost a foregone conclusion. Like he, he just seems like an afterthought, I guess I should say, uh, in Dallas. Just no one really thinks about him right now. But that's, they're a good team, and Kristaps can can really raise that ceiling. Got some uh, good suggestions from the stream team. What about the other Bogdanovich? Boyan, get in on the Bogdanovich fun. Yeah, you can pair them together there. <laughs> Very possible. F-Bomb says DeAndre Eaton coming out party this playoffs. Okay, he's had a great year. Tyrese Maxey, that's a deep pull there. From Philip Thompson. It's penny stock, baby. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Fred likes Tobias Harris. You know, like Middleton, has had a very, very, very solid season. Uh, you know, borderline all-star season there. Uh, he's not going to be making an all-NBA team, but he might be on my sixth or seventh all-NBA team. Find out tomorrow on the uh, Daily Podcast. But yeah, lots of suggestions and keep dropping them in the YouTube comments below. You're going to drop 10 all-NBA teams tomorrow? Yeah, I'm an absolute freaking sicko. 50 deep? Yeah. Nice. I'm going 50 deep, and I got a snubs list that's running like already 12 or 13. Wow. Because I'm tired you're of everybody it. saying, what about this guy? What about this guy? Well, we're just going to do all the guys. Well, that's why don't the you work do it around. differently then and just say uh, you're all players who didn't actually make the team or the snubs list. Then it'd be like only like uh, 10 guys, you know? No, because then, Lee, I got to release my 
10 All-NBA teams, so then people can argue, how dare you have so-and-so on the All-NBA 7th team when you mm. have my guy on the All-NBA 8th team? Mm-hmm. That's what we got to do this. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, I promised you I was going to do this, and I backed it up. I spent like an hour or two on this earlier today. It was really crazy. I was comparing, like, <laughs> Terry Rozier numbers to, like, uh, you know, Fred Van Vliet and, uh, like, really crunching them, thinking it over on who was going to make, like, the last team on my uh, All-NBA. I mean, it's wild. I hope Rosie is 43 the other night. Puts him ahead of Hardaway Jr., at least, on one of those All-NBA teams. I'm hey, disappointed. Tim Hardaway Jr. might be a snub. I'll, I'll give you a little spoiler there. <laughs> wow. Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. not making it. That's, I don't know, uh-huh. man. You sure you're going to want to show your face and uh, say that on a podcast? The, the best is because uh, I, I tried to stay true to the centers, right? So... It's hilarious getting into like who's been the tenth best, uh, ninth best center at this league, uh, and then like is Yaka Pertle in the mix? You know, it's stuff like that. It's crazy. So we'll do that tomorrow. We'll do a little whole segment Yaka on it. Yaka Pertle in the mix. Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> it's it's gonna get Yaka crazy. Uh, you're getting nice aggravated like crazy tomorrow, man. Yeah. Oh God, this guy, we're gonna smash like all-time podcast records tomorrow. That's what we're gonna do with this. Maybe. Uh, we might lead the show. Usually we t- we talk about the games first, but we might bump that to the uh, to the to the second block because this is gonna be so good. Go ahead, Zara. Well, why don't you roll it out over ten days? We'll just get ten oh, days wow. in coverage. <laughs> wow, I hadn't even thought about that. In a, in a, a classic collective format. Tune in tomorrow format. to hear Skeet's All NBA Seventh Team who gets <laughs> snubbed. No, that is a really good idea. I should have done that. Uh, instead, we'll just fire through them. Okay, our next question here. On my birthday last year, uh, I purchased a signed Derrick Rose Bulls jersey as he is my favorite player and the Chicago Bulls are my favorite team. I decided that I will never sell this and will have it passed around the family along with a curse if any of them ever decided to try and sell it. Well, he curse his own family. My question is, what is one object, NBA-related or not, that you would pass down? to your family, to your next generation. You Thanks went into the- that question so smoothly, Skeets. I thought you were just telling a story. Wow, you bought a jersey, huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, thanks for the amazing content. No, I didn't. Uh, I'm not sharing a story. This is from, uh, I'm going to you know, probably butcher your name here, but Mihai from uh, Romania, Bucharest, uh, Romania, if I'm saying any of that correctly. I think I am. Sure. Um, Hi. Yeah, Mihai. Sure. It's a great question. That's a Michael, but it's a high to you. Trey, an object, NBA-related or not, that you would uh, pass down to the generations. Well, I recently unearthed uh, a super valuable treasure trove of random Brad Miller cards here that I think will be uh, super valuable. Oh, sorry, that's Michael Jordan. Sorry, that's my. Oh, that's Bill Wennington. Uh, I'll pass all of these down to my children, these random cards. I even found a Brad Miller autographed rookie card. There's only like four of these that I've even seen because... Um, Nobody's keeping track of their Brad Miller rookies, so these are going to be big time. But my real answer is my my, uh, collection of custom jewelry, which I have accumulated more so than I would have ever thought. Uh, It started back in high school, got the the championship football necklace. We won our, uh, we won conference, the Interstate 8, our sophomore team. Seven, one, and one. Yeah, we tied on homecoming against Lyle. It was a bummer. Rainy day. Zero, zero game. Bobby Hausler missed two field goals. Who kicks field goals in a high school game? What? Yeah, exactly. Zero, zero in a high school game? Zero. Oh, brutal game. Brutal game. Oh Just my. raining the whole night. Literally, we, I don't think we kicked a field goal the whole year. We tried to kick two <laughs> that game. <laughs> I had to give the people a win on homecoming. Wide right. Wide right. Oh. Kicking in high school. If you don't have, If you don't have a soccer team, you should not have a kicker. 
on your football team because he's not going to be good. Guaranteed. Right. Uh, what's my other one? Oh, here's my other necklace. My other necklace is here. Oh, yeah. another, it's yeah, my Roman numeral three. I got this one as an adult. It's more of a dangler uh, than the other one. And, of course, the, old, the only reason I'm bringing this up in the first place, I haven't got to say this for quite some time, Shout out to Jostens. Can't wait to pass down this super valuable class ring to my children. Uh, they're going to think it's actually worth something because it's got like a fake amethyst there in the middle of it. But uh, yeah, I was wearing this around the house today. And right now, the only thing it's worth is that it's fun for the kids to be able to try and read it. Like I was just sounding out my name on the side of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Class rings. Justin's. They only show up for championship rings and pictures and yep. your class ring at school, but somehow they're still around after 40 years of just doing three things very well. So I uh, can't wait to pass down this ring that has a lot of meme value to it. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be big in the future. Wow. Brad Miller cards and weird jewelry. <laughs> weird jewelry. <laughs> blessed kids there over the Kirby house. That's right. That's right. Uh, Lee, you passing down the big green egg? What are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, uh, Dickie kept all my uh, basketball posters and yeah. magazines in pristine condition i mean they're just sitting around so uh no one really has to do much but i'm just going to pass those on to the boys and say just just keep them don't, don't, you don't have to read them i don't expect you to you know catch up on basketball from 30 years ago or 50 <laughs> years ago when by the time they're old enough but it's like just keep them in the family i mean basketball cards are worth a fortune like a michael jordan card sold for like two million dollars the other day so uh you know, maybe you can uh, maybe you can cash in on these one day when I'm gone. You can just say, "Hey, who wants a hoop magazine from the 1991 season?" It's got a poster of uh, David Robinson in there that's been taken out, but uh, you it's know, worth two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. So uh, you know, there's a little bit of a you know, people will pay anything for stuff these days. So maybe there's a little nest egg sitting there for the boys. <laughs> Hope so. Taz, you got anything you're uh, passing down along with that casino money jar? Oh, yeah, for sure. Passing that down. Uh, I can't wait to find a spot where I can just, you know, get bills for these coins. I, I don't want to Google it. I don't have the, the, the patience to Google it. But, you know, those change machines? Oh, I, yeah. Uh, where are those things? It's like oh, they're usually in grocery stores. Grocery yeah. Store. Yeah. yeah, Publix yeah, has yeah. one still. Yeah. Oh, nice. Coinstar uh, is one of the brands, I know. Oh, yeah, Coinstar. Those are fun. You always drop your jar oh, yeah. in, and then you, like... It spits out the weirdest shit that you had in that jar. You're like, oh, <laughs> cool. I didn't know Don't that was in that. there. I didn't know, didn't know there was a human tooth in there. Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. You know, it's weird things that pop out and weird coins on top of that. But uh, yeah, go to your Publix. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, they got that's one. true. That's a good point. Uh, well, the thing that I will pass down for sure is the Raptors program I bought at a silent auction <laughs> that I thought had Vince Carter's autograph on the front, but it wasn't Vince Carter's autograph. I was hoodwinked bamboozled, mm-hmm. led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived by that silent auction. It was uh, what I thought was then Alvin Williams and, and then John Wallace. It was it was a whole thing. But yeah, it ended up being John Wallace's autograph, as we've talked about on this show. And uh, it won't be worth anything. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, maybe maybe Johnny Wallace will get you some, some coins. I mean, I was a John Wallace <laughs> fan, um, but you know. It doesn't have a certificate of authenticity. Mm, right. Highly yeah. important. Highly important. <laughs> I did ask at the silent auction, do I get a certificate of authenticity for this? And they just said no. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm young, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm naive, no, I'm sure no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was 125 bucks for a Vince Carter 
autograph. What I thought was Vince Carter autograph in, you <laughs> yeah, know, no, in his heyday. It's worth a certificate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, what? I think it's in the back. We'll find it later. Yeah. What's up okay. with that? How much do you think that would go for if it was Vince Carter? Uh, that's a good question. All right. I mean, a hundred bucks? What is, is that? More. That's probably too much. More? Yeah. Well, not that's without Vince. the certificate. You got to uh, get that certificate. Oh, well, that's a, yeah. yeah if okay. it doesn't have a certificate. If it I has it. It would be worth more than you paid for it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, legendary player, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Maximilian would yeah. buy it, probably. He's Carter's <laughs> biggest fan. <laughs> what a pull. What if a you pull. got that reference, good on you. Wow. That's, that's impressive, Lily. All right, let's get to it. Or JD, do you have anything you're uh, looking forward to passing down to the boys? Yeah, no, only to torture them. Like, for example, I have this... Uh, it's, so this is from the starters set. It's the uh, the king cake baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it sits on my desk just to troll Jackson. Yep. Right. <laughs> and every time, every time I walk by my desk, it's actually he turns it around. So it's actually oh, that's funny. it's always like this. So I think it would be hilarious in my will if this was literally the only thing I will <laughs> to him. <laughs> With my final request being that he must never throw it away. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Even looks freakier on the stream with yeah. the lighting. I know. Yeah. It's pretty light. It's pretty it's, bright. It's hard it's to see. Super bright. It's so yeah. creepy. And it's also with your voice. I mean, yeah. you don't, you yeah, don't sound yeah. well either. You're talking about your will. Don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Scary stuff. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Next one. Hello, no ducks. I was literally trembling with excitement as I listened to my favorite basketball people talking about my life's other obsession. Birds. My bird-watching buddy Tom introduced me to the starters back in 2015, and your pod has been a constant presence on all of our bird-roading trips, or birding road trips, I guess is what I meant to say. We've always joked about starting our own basketball and birds podcast called The Hoopo, a bird which we're showing to you on YouTube. Mm. Very unique-looking bird. That's unique. And now I can add Matt Uford. Is it Uford or Uford? Uford. Offered. <laughs> I actually don't know. Uh, to our list of hypothetical future guests. Basketball is pretty huge in the birding world, and I'm stoked to find out it's at least a little bit mutual. What's a crossover event in your life that you always dreamed of and finally got to witness? Bluebird it here first. Have a crane time. Turn up, T-E-R-N, up. W, guys. Hawksome. That's from Andrew in Montana. That's good. God. That's really that's good. good. That's good. Birds. That's unfortunately good. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, birds aren't real. Lee <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, crossover event. Yeah. Well, uh, JD's probably been a part of what three thousand podcasts with uh, since since the inception here. Is that right, JD? Around. 
Some, yeah. you know, however many we've done, uh, that's yeah, pretty much. And I would say I've I've seen you enjoy two of them, uh, and they were both in the last twelve months. One was with uh, Wendell Holland from Survivor. The JD in that photo there, my God, he smiled. Yeah, I haven't seen him smile like that since his wedding photo there with Rachel. He brings us up all the time. <laughs> JD was just uh, in his element there. And then when he had uh, Peter Sorkins on, uh, the uh, British baker, uh, also in the... <laughs> yeah. Was that in quarantine? I'm not sure if... Or in the in the shutdown or if that was just a, a bonus. Uh, Peter? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Peter was Peter was uh, Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, JD's voice in that. He's like a little kid meeting his idol and his hero there, and uh, which is great. So what I would like to see next, and uh, I know Skeets and Trey would like to get in on this as well, but for sure. the first half an hour, I just want JD... And Jeff Probes together. Just, oh, wow. you know, oh, wow. that's JD all I want. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Just hanging out. I know Skeets and Trey be in the background, uh, you know, ready to jump in, but give them half an hour just, sure. to, just to talk first and uh, and see how that would go. I think that would be our maybe our most downloaded episode if that happens because people <laughs> would just be like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> it, would, it would be a terrible interview because I would just be lost in his eyes the whole time. Just like... <laughs> If you want to do a two-hour interview with Jeff Probst, you better have a log laying down on the ground so we can sidle up next to you and sit down. Have a seat. Let's talk here. Let it rip, Jeff. Okay. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Jeff, if you're listening, if you're listening, Jeff, uh, whenever you're free, we can try to work something out. So, What do you mean? Uh, you can do better than if you're listening. You jump on these Instagrams. You're always DMing all these former <laughs> NBA players. Put some work in, Lee. Make his dream come true. Go get Jeff, Jeff Probst. Uh, let me see if he's on Instagram. He might not be. He might not be, but I'll have a see. traveling around the world is. surviving. You don't think he's going to be on Instagram? He's got well, 493.8 thousand followers on Twitter. Okay. Well, okay, okay. Joined April two thousand nine. How many? How many followers do you think he has on Instagram here? Four hundred and fifty thousand. No. Uh One point five million. No. no. Way. No. Way. One hundred and fifty thousand. You're closer. Yeah. Okay. Hundred K. I said. Uh, no. Two hundred thousand. He's got. Not many. Not many. If you ask me. That's not as much. Uh, as not many. You sliding those DMs with a blue check? Pretty good odds he's going to check yeah. it lately. Okay. Go, well, I've, I've, yeah, I might. I might see if I can slip in there and uh, see what I can do. So, yeah. <laughs> when's, your, yeah. when's your birthday, JD? You're about July or something, aren't you? Uh, close, November. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've got plenty of time then anyway. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> he's probably uh, on location right now. Are they, are they still filming or are they rap filming? I don't know. I, th- I would say they're still filming they if are. they're doing back yeah. to back. They must be right. Yeah. So g- give it give it a monthly and then okay. You never know. You never know. That's right. Sometimes you just throw out a DM and you just never know. So I'll see what I can do for you, JD. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. Great. Great. <laughs> uh, crossover event in your life that you always dreamed of, uh, Skeets. What do you got? I don't really have anything that comes to. I mean, I love uh, I love where Lee's mind's going. I love uh, the NBA meet survivor in some weird way like hell if we had a survivor season where it was just all nba players or former nba players like oh my god sign me up for that my the, the two loves in my life uh you know coming together ah oh, that'd be mwah, chef's kiss so uh yeah not to sort of steal lee's answer there but i was thinking nba survivor that's what i had written down that's my crossover that i'd love to see 
Well, yeah, Brent. it was awesome when they had uh, Cliff Robinson on, obviously. And then I think it must have been the second episode. They basically had a basketball challenge. They're like, go out there and win it, man. And he did. No yeah. surprise. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, an easy answer for sure. I was thinking along the same lines. Um, but one I'd forgotten about until, I don't know, until Lee mentioned basketball, I guess, until we just started talking about basketball. <laughs> basketball in this show? What? <laughs> yeah, I know. It actually rarely comes up on this episode. Uh, but 2012 Olympics, Vin Diesel showed up at the gold medal game for Team USA because Fast and Furious was filming in London at the time. They cut to him in the crowd, just hit a huge thumbs up. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Supporting basketball. Uh, I don't know. That's stuck with me for almost 10 years at this point. So shout out to Vin Diesel showing up at the 2012 Olympics. Wow. Wow. Uh, those were the wow. days where you could go to events. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be yeah. great. Uh, mine is uh, one that's already happened. Uh, Rachel Maddow was on Jesus and Merrill. Two loves. Ooh. Yeah, they... they they uh, they had a great interview. The whole rainbow back in those days, uh, that was mm. a good time. Good time for uh, for our, for all, especially me. JD, do you have an answer mm. to this? Yeah, well, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man showed up in uh, Captain America: Civil War. That was uh, that was huge, and and it, it wasn't spoiled for me. I was just like, when you see it, when you saw Queens, New York, come up in the uh, uh, the location key or whatever, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. Spider-Man, finally, in the MCU. So that was great. And I'm looking forward to Deadpool entering the mm-hmm. MCU as well. That's going to be awesome. And the X-Men, and it's going to be great. The next 10 years in uh, Marvel is going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah, wait. get your hero points up. <laughs> what about uh, Marvel characters playing Survivor? Ooh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to Jeff about that idea when we have him on the podcast. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, all right, next one. Howdy, No Dunks crew. Long time, first time here. I've been loving the big beef segments that you've been running this year. But there's one part that I struggle with every time I hear it. At the end of each segment, the tagline is, No Dunks. We love roast beef, which is rebounds. Hearing is rebounds throws me off because the word rebounds is typically Question treated as plural. On the other hand, roast beef is singular, and it's the item you are describing in this sentence, so using is seems to be correct. A quick search sent me down a dark rabbit hole of grammar opinions, (laughs) and ultimately I've concluded that the phrase you have gone with is correct. Perhaps on-air check with Grammarly is warranted. In any case... What's something in the world that you absolutely know is correct, but you just can't help but feel is wrong? Luna Pup, Ken's French Fries, Wassa. That is from my buddy Dub in Vernon, British Columbia. I actually was laughing when I was getting ready for this show because I didn't know this was in here to us. And I was like, this is a weird question. Oh, it's from Dubs. I knew it was like something was up when it said Wassa, which is like... uh, when we were in high school, it's like where Western Ontario Secondary School Association. I was like, who the hell knows Wassa? Oh, yeah. It's the guy that went to school with me uh, back in uh, Stratford. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So what's something in the world that you absolutely know is correct, but you just can't help but feel is wrong? First, I got to go back to the grammar. I just can't get enough grammar talk. Okay. I, 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 it's... It, uh, 
it, it is happening in today's age, like singular versus plural. They're interchangeable, aren't they? <laughs> sure. I, I think I think things are changing, or should I say, I think things is changing. No, but uh, Dub, Dub is totally right. Uh, like if you uh, conjugate the verb, especially the past verb of like we were going somewhere, can now be interchanged with we was going somewhere. Those those two words can be swapped, can they not? Language is fluid. I I know. Is that proper or not? Yeah, maybe it is, but I don't like it. I know. I know. It's what you learn, right? Even even uh, you and I can be substituted for you and me under certain conditions. I never knew that, but apparently that's entirely true. Is that Jeff Probst? Yeah. (laughs) That's my that's my ring notification, but it usually doesn't make that sound. It usually is. uh... Oh, it's uh, it's Uncle Fred. Actually, he's the the most mailman. He's no, he's not. Who's that? Oh my God! Are you serious right now? There's yes. someone there. Look, can you see? <laughs> yeah, there's somebody Holy at your door. Shit, <laughs> door man. We better stop this podcast. Uh, it could be anybody. It's Jim Beam. Yeah, I, I had what I had Jim Beam deliver three bottles to my door five minutes before this podcast, and it took me about two full minutes to answer the door. I just didn't oh, know man, if I, I was some going there. Here. Let me shake him. <laughs> 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 well, you know, you addressed it, Ski, so what are we going to do? You know? <laughs> Anyways, are you going to get the door or not? You want me to get it? All right, I'll get it. Well, somebody's got to get the door, I guess. You're just standing there. All right, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh, okay, God. he took himself off camera here. So Lee's going to get the door. Uncle Fred is at the door, as they call him, his mailman. <laughs> I thought it was literally... A family member, but it's it's just the mailman. <laughs> All right. Anyways, is, I'm done. This, I mean, this is right up there with the bank robbery podcast, if I'm being completely honest. This one is pure insanity right now. From the jump. JD's <laughs> no voice, no the whole it. coin thing. <laughs> all these it's the end of the season, Skeets. It's the end of the season. <laughs> We're all just hanging on. Ten minutes on. I know. You're right. We're hanging on by a thread, man. That's the oh. way it goes. Anyways, I'm done with my grammar talk, but oh. things are changing. You and I has become you and me dubs. We was, we were. It's fluid. And I think you just got to roll with it. You just got to change. Anyways, I'm done. I'm done talking grammarly. Okay. Uh, anybody have an answer to this question? Uh, what's what, something in the world that you absolutely know is correct, but you just can't help feel is wrong? I thought when he wrote Wasa, it was Woosaw that he meant. But anyway, uh, anybody got an answer to this, Skeets? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Nobody wanted this question in the, in the document. Skip. Nobody wanted this. Skip. Let's see if this guy at Lee's door has a good answer to this question. I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll think about it for a couple hours and then I'll just text my buddy Dub later my answer. Yeah, Dubs did send a follow-up text what? message and say, listen, if my email's not good enough, don't include it because I'm a good friend of you guys. But I'm just surprised. That's a fairly good one. I, I was considering holding on to it for a, a future sponsors-only mailbag edition uh, oh, that we've done before. Because he mentioned Grammarly, and if you mention any sort of our spon- any one of our sponsors, you might get in that show. So oh, wow. stick it in there if you want to get. Well, uh, he also he mentions Ken's French fries. That it's a was a famous. Uh, um, uh, it, man. It's an I, can't of, I can't think of the word right now. What do you call the uh, trucks that have food in the food truck? A food truck? truck. A food truck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
what are you calling oh, yeah. We've done too many podcasts. I just might leave, honestly. <laughs> it was this whole, it's doing just, all this work on the all-NBA teams that really got me Just, just pretend oh, your God, doorbell, just Uncle pretend your Fred? doorbell goes up. Is that hey. you? There it is. <laughs> Jim Beam is here. Hey! Oh, okay, for those listening, Lee is pulling bottles of Jim Beam out of a bag that I believe was just delivered to him by Uncle yeah. Fred at the door. Wow, uh, I wasn't we are. Uncle Fred, I was a special oh, delivery person, man. but uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Also, oh, interesting. This- How many bottles did you get? Oh. Two. Two. Two? Oh, why did yeah. Taz get three? Fascinating. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get a flask that Lee's holding no, up. Well, no, no, this is the one. That, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I don't okay. remember who sent it to us, but someone <laughs> sent it to us when we were at NBA TV for wedgie number 50. Oh, I was talking that, about it on this morning show. Yeah. So oh. I've got it for tomorrow night. Uh, what were, those were part of those uh, the, that company that created the huge uh, container, the food container, so that, like for, <laughs> for stadiums. Remember, yeah, you could, you, could like, you had get, like a cup that attaches to a popcorn bucket or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. we had like so many cups up in the store. And they office. sent us flasks for some. Are you odd sure reason. they did? I think so. Oh, I think right. so. Now I wish I had one. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Anyways, we're such sellouts. We're already, already putting out the Jim Beam. They, are we even sponsored by them, or did we just get bought? Does know why we got sent a bunch of Jim Beam? <laughs> It the must irony, be man. Not yet. It's... Don't know yet. Okay. Uh, to, to TBD, to be announced or whatever. Like, <laughs> who knows? I don't even know if they've paid us yet. Well, I'll get Nick Freeman on the line. They got their money's worth. <laughs> man, the irony, man. The amount of money I've spent on Jim Beam in my life, and now it's just being brought to my house. Isn't that just uh, poetic? You know? <laughs> Did the delivery person ask for your uh, yeah. license? Yeah. yeah well, for I your did, birthday. Yeah. Birthday. Yeah, well, I had to share my driver's uh, license, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. like that. Good, good, wow. th- good thing you stopped podcasting. Make sure that happened. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we are just like we can't get anything right today. TBD to be announced. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> but maybe, but maybe this is the best ad ever, as people are saying in the stream. Is this all this one big be, ad? This would be next level. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was talking about Ken's French fries, uh, iconic food truck in Stratford. <laughs> uh, great French fries. Iconic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, still around, and uh, there, It's an interesting French fry because it's a soggy French fry. Yeah, which I'm with you, mm. Trey. I'm looking at your reaction. What? But it's <laughs> what they uh, you know, they're they're a lot of vinegar. Some people go malt. Um, for whatever reason, it just works. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, you know who's you know who's eating those French fries? Who? Our yeah. good friend Julie, I'm sure. Yeah, who's absolutely. who's on this cup that I'm showing to you? Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, holding she has a shoe. Many Ken's French fries. <laughs> they used to park it down by the city hall. She's Pull up there, cheap. Right. So she, uh, on YouTube, if you're with us, she's she's holding a shoe, aggressively going at somebody with a shoe. So I could see her at at Ken's. Yelling. That, my fries aren't soggy enough. <laughs> give me soggier fries. Yeah, these More are the vinegar. type of fries you eat with a fork. They give you that, give you that cute little uh, spoon fork. Remember those? A spork. Yeah, spork. Eh, it wasn't really a spork. No. No, I will, not, I will not accept spork. There was nothing spoon-like about it. It was a fork. It was a little wooden fork. 
with a little wooden spoon. What? No, no, you cannot spoon anything with this. Maybe ice cream. You said it was a spoon fork. I didn't know. I said you said that little like spoon fork. What? I said a fork. Oh, no, no spoon. the tape. I didn't say that. What, did this place start in 2011? No, it's been uh, since 2011. I actually went to a school with the girl that ended up buying it because I think it was going to close down. But uh, she kept it alive and then repainted the truck and everything. I follow it on Instagram. Oh, name dropper. <laughs> Drop the link, bud. We'll get those followers up like nothing. All right. I people want to see this, <laughs> this spork that is not a spoon. Oh, maybe people are saying I 100% said spoon fork. <laughs> That's all right, really weird. All right. Anyway. Should we move on or anybody? I, I honestly yeah. could not care less at this point. <laughs> the, the, the questions uh, get better from here, though. They do? I think. You think that we're going to be a second half podcast here? This one's going to turn around? Yeah, we're getting a second wind. Here we go. Hello, no leggies. Actually, ding dong. Gotta go. Someone's at my door. (laughs) Uh, Someone's at my garage. (laughs) If your garage door just opens up, that'd be amazing. Honestly, I I, I took forever to answer that Jim Beam delivery. It's just, I don't... What do people want at a door these days? Well, Your usually, license, I guess. The only reason, yeah, the only reason was it was because it was alcohol. Otherwise, the delivery person just drops stuff these days, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, what yeah. else? You're either selling me something or you're delivering alcohol to my door. Multiple bottles of alcohol to my door. That was weird. I'm Anyways. actually a little worried because I don't know if you heard Luna barking at some point during this podcast uh, to make it even worse of an audio experience for all of you out there. Um, but I'm like 99% sure now, Lee, that that's what was going on out there. And she was barking at the delivery man or woman that was coming with Jim Beam. And now I'm just curious, did Nora ever answer the door to then, I guess, show her passport to, to get this booze? Or my Jim Beam might be gone. Do you want me to send her a message on uh, WhatsApp to see if she got it? No, no, Lee, can you fucking focus, Lee, on the podcast we're trying to make? Nah, not today. It's a rainy day. We haven't been outside all day. Oh, Everyone's going to Lee, save this podcast. Do me a favor. Crack that yeah. bottle of Jim Beam and just chug half of it. All uh, right? It's no, the only thing that's going to save it. Oh, no, I'm driving. Where are you going? This, yeah. No, I'm just driving, man. We haven't been out of the house all day. Today. You shouldn't be driving. You should be saving your gas. There's a gas shortage I, in Atlanta right now. Electric car, my man. Electric oh, car. The big E's. <laughs> the big E's on Easy Street. All of a sudden, everyone in the neighborhood's like, oh, big E, can you take us somewhere? We can't take our car out. Yeah, well, maybe you should have thought about that when you were buying your latest car. Oh, yeah. You want the fancy one, don't you? get the smart one so eh? hold on you're actually just gonna go for a drive to rub it in everybody's faces because there is 100 percent window oh down God. i'm gonna be like the queen you know when she goes around in the carriage just wait yeah 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 don't see the I'm gas like station trying. over there yeah i haven't been to the gas station for years my man years i wouldn't know a texaco if it punched me in the face <laughs> oh man i aborted the old uh, service station the gas station years ago haven't been back wow good for you yeah it's great it's great i mean i can only drive around the block three times before i have to recharge the car but uh, it takes four days to do that but for those three trips around man i am on easy street <laughs> can't put the air conditioning on either that takes too much of the battery but uh <laughs> Can't play serious XM. Ah, yeah, you can't do anything. Five yeah. two songs. <laughs> I'm like Fred Flintstone, you know. You have to use your feet to get around. But uh... <laughs> oh man, 
Oh, All right, oh, let's, let's let's do this. Test. Yeah, we got we got a good basketball question coming. Oh, this this was <laughs> don't worry, it, it'll it'll pick up. It's a really good one. This was in the one hole for a long time, but I thought you know let's go non basketball to start. But well, it's perfect placement because we need some basketball to bring us back home. Reel us in here, Mohammed Hassan, with this email. Hello, no ledges. You guys talked about rust how Russ normalized the triple-double and how individual scoring averages are higher nowadays. So my question is, what individual or team stat slash achievement will be normalized next considering the way the league is trending? Turn up, keep the classics coming. Awesome, that is from Mohamed Hassan. So Skeets, what's going to be normalized? Well, it's something we talked about last week when we had um, the athletics NBA analytics guru, Seth Partnow, on. Uh, We were talking about how there's so many guys that score over 20 points per game in, in this, this season. There's, I believe there's still over 31 guys averaging over 20 points per game, which really did mean to mean, or it meant something to a lot of people, like even casual fans out there. So that's got to change. It's become too normalized for guys to score a 20 per. So I think we got to go to 25. I'd like to go that high. I know we were debating, what are we going to make it? 23, 24? I think we just go 25. There's still 16 guys in the league. Averaging over 25 points per game. And then a couple like right behind that uh, threshold. So I think it's that one to, again, go back to what Seth was talking about. One of his crazy stats from the season. Because that is, uh, that's a lot of guys. And, you know, you could argue there's another probably 10, 15, 20 guys that could likely do it, given the opportunity, I, I, I think. If there was like another uh, 20 teams, we had some crazy expansion. And you had a, like a star player on all these other teams. We'd probably get another 15, 20 of them. But we got to go to 25 points per game. To like be considered, you know, I guess one of the elite scorers in the game is how I'm looking there at it. Go. Because, there you go. There you go. I'm just saying, and I'm not, I'm not trying Hunter to knock good. these guys that are scoring 21, 22. Like that's really impressive. You'll hear some of these names on my All NBA seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth teams tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, at a certain point, we got to make that cutoff a little, a little higher. So that's my answer. There it is. Podcast is right back there we on go. track. Saved it. 20, oh, back, 25 baby. is a perfect number, I think. Okay. Trey, uh, do you have a uh, something that's going to be normalized in the next few years? Yeah, I think Seth said 23, yeah. right, was the number that kind of relates to it. But those, those uh, like, shelf numbers, that's nice. 25, I'm 100% with you, Skeets. I think another thing that's going to be normalized very soon is a 10-plus three-point game. There have been 67 of these in NBA history. Only 10 of them came before 2010. Obviously, Steph Curry is the man in this category. He's done it 22 times, but four others have done it more than once. Prior to 2010, only J.R. Smith had two games with 10 or more three-pointers. Basically, players are better at shooting now. Everybody is encouraged to shoot more threes. Steph Curry has made 10 three-pointers in a game commonplace just for him. But there are more Steph Curry-like characters coming up. It's going to be common for people pretty soon. And, you know, like, the leader in three-point attempts per game right now is, like, 12-ish. Why aren't players shooting 23s a game, mm-hmm. you know? That is going to happen at some point in the next 10 yeah, years. Yeah, Steph finally did it, didn't he? Take 20 uh, Yeah, 23-pointers. Yeah, yeah it, was, yep. it just happened not too long ago. Um, that's a good one. What do you got, Lily? Well, I'm thinking something to do with uh, triple doubles now that Russell Westbrook has broken it. I mean, like, it's so much easier to get. So it sort of has lost a bit of its luster anyway. I mean, Stephen Adams got one this season. So I wonder if uh, at what point it sort of just becomes more like a double-double when a guy gets a triple-double, you know? I mean, are we maybe already there in some ways as, as well, you know, because it... Uh, 
Terry Rosier has one. Did you remember? Did you know that? Did not know that. Jeremy Lin got one. You know, it's like I think back in the day it would have been like like I think Alan Iverson, if I remember correctly, only had one for his entire career. You know, for a guy who had that much of the uh, the ball in his hand, you would think he would have gotten a few more. Maybe he would in today's game. But uh, I think that's a thing. Like once Stephen Adams broke through with a triple double, I'm like, okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. just to get one is not. It yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, but Stephen Adams, I mean. <laughs> well, how's Allen Iverson going to get there? What's he going to get, 10 steals? I mean, 10 no, he boards, got it with uh, rebounds and yeah. assists. But yeah. just, you know, he's oh, on the right. court for like 42 minutes. And, you know, I mean, you know, he's a point guard. He had the ball in his hands all the time. So of the course. points and assists was uh, easy. It was just, he, you know. Allen Iverson would, I will go on record <laughs> as saying he would have more triple doubles if he played yes. in today's game. I mean, he was yeah. also playing on the Sixers when their scores were like whatever, you know. Yeah, eighty-five to eighty-three, and that's probably being generous. But yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, Basketball Reference now tracks triple doubles on guys' uh, pages, which is—I don't know when that came on there, but mm. for the basketball geeks, that's hot stuff right there. Just to see a quick uh, triple double reference there on someone's page, Stephen Adams one. Um, anyway, uh, for me, I'm going away from stats, but I think uh, the anti-analytics perspective will be removed from people's way of talking about basketball. What I mean is people won't say anymore, oh, they're taking three-point shots. Well, today's game, everybody taking three-point shots. I think we'll just sort of, that'll be normalized. That'll just be information. Three is better than two. We get it. And that sort of, yeah, that anti-analytics perspective, I think will be gone from people's vocabulary because you just hear it so often, especially from the old heads that they just you know, despise that guys are taking more threes. I think it'll just become commonplace. And then we understand that it's not just that teams or or players take threes. It's that if they can't have anybody who's good enough to take twos, then they take threes. But if you're good enough and you can make some mid-range shots, then there's still tons of guys who do that. I was just talking about Kristaps Porzingis. The guy is shooting at a rate in two-point range that behooves them to do that rather than just take threes. So I think I think we'll just sort of forget about this. This hate coming from the old heads about uh, teams just shooting threes. It doesn't just happen like that. There are a lot of guys who shoot twos these days. All right, enough basketball top. Enough basketball top. I got a Jim Beam update. Uh, Nora, very confused, in a WhatsApp chat, asking people, who sent this whiskey to our house? The DoorDash guy wouldn't tell me who sent it. Yeah, the DoorDash guy doesn't know. Yeah, I know. So, uh, <laughs> don't worry, I've replied. Uh, no, no, that's mine. Dad, don't worry about it. Uh, so, great stuff. I got my Jim Beam. It's going to be a, a very happy, happy hour tomorrow night here uh, on the No Dunks uh, Happy Hour Charity Drive, actually. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. 
and their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adrian Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, two more questions and let's get out of here. Hey, No Dunks, I was elated to have snagged a special, sweet special edition wedgie No Dunks t-shirt. Overjoyed. The first exclamation that came to mind was, LARF, yeah! At first, I was confused by what I had done, but I quickly became enamored with the idea of using LARF as a replacement for everyday swear words. LARF it. LARF you. What in the ever-loving LARF? What are some words or phrases you can use incorrectly or even just something you know you do incorrectly but just don't give a larf? Larf up. Larf, you guys. Larf some. That's from Reagan in Houston, Texas. A sad larfing Rockets fan. Larf is super fun to say. Mm. It, it, mm-hmm. That's Good. a great call. Uh, Tass does an unbelievable job of usually just uh, somehow bleeping yourself. You're just good at like dropping the F word or stuff like that. You just do your, you you. have a talent for it. But Thank maybe you. start adding... Uh, Larf instead. <laughs> it, it is fun. I like Larf it or Larf this. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, who wants to go first? Let's go to Lily, who's been killing it this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's your answer, mate? Well, I've gone with the low-hanging fruit because, uh, you know, uh, my son's back in school, so I've bumped into some of the other mums and dads at drop-off. We were talking NBA playoffs the other day and uh, got the old... So who are you rooting for in the playoffs? And I, <laughs> every time I get asked something about who <laughs> I'm rooting, I just can't stop smirking. I had the mask on and everything, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just rooting. I'm rooting for everyone. I just love rooting. I, I just, you know. <laughs> I just can't ever, ever not just smirk and smile and just think to myself, oh my god. I swear to God, I don't know why it feels like just this one, but I feel like Lee's had eight answers for the entirety of this podcast run. (laughs) The same eight answers just over and over. Look, I know I'm guilty too, for sure, sharing the same story, but man, you're just just sharing the Lee Ellis classics on this. (laughs) I'm just going into the old Jim Beanbag and pulling out a few classics. (laughs) 
Ah, man. Yeah. You know what I hate about that? You've got me always catching myself before I'm about to say I'm rooting for this team. I'm like, oh, I better not say that or Lee will just start laughing, giggling over there. I hate that you've done that to me. Yeah. There's nothing I'm, wrong with I'm, that. I'm glad that I've brought you onto the team. So, uh, yeah, whenever we do go to Australia for that tour, man, there'll be lots of rooting out there. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right. Our wives are coming. Okay. Tass, <laughs> uh, you got an answer for this. Um, yeah, well, I got to go the kids route. You know, kids can't pronounce things. And, and my children said abibs for a long time instead of saying olives. So now around here we say abibs uh, with a B instead of an L. Um my my eldest daughter still thinks a remote is called famote, so we pass the famote around. It's a pretty fun word to say. It's not as quite as funny as larfing, um, but uh, a good famote is uh, is pretty fun to say. So yeah, black and green abibs and a famote. That's all I got. <laughs> Trey, you got anything similar to that with the kids? Um. 2011 teen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wrote 2011 teen. You threw me off asking oh, about sorry. my kids. I had to dip out of the podcast a little bit earlier because they accidentally locked themselves out of the house. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so, you know, whatever, whatever. Just take a little break here. Uh, for yeah, me. they locked themselves out half an <laughs> Why not? Ago. It's not like we're doing anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just tap out. Uh, bag of beans for me, obviously, is uh, yeah, usually um, a bad thing, but it could be a good thing as well. And, of course, it's my Wi-Fi networks. Uh, from here on out. But yeah, 2017, I think, is going to stick uh, for me anytime I reference that year. <laughs> That's the JD, answer. you got anything? Yeah, um, my wife and my youngest my son, yeah, my wife and my youngest son, Jackson, um, this is a really weird one. The, you know the song Rich Girl by Hollow Notes? You're a rich, rich girl, girl and it's gone yep. too far and you know, won't, that don't matter anymore. For some reason, they. They have added this lyric, and it's, you're a rich girl, and it's gone too far, and you know it won't have it anymore. You bitch! They'll, they'll just belt out you bitch right, right in the middle. And I'm like, that's not even in the song, is it? Like, it's just, no, it's, it's not. not a thing. It's not part of it. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. So they just, now, whenever I sing that song, I can't help myself. Oh, man. No, I'm brutal with lyrics. Ah, oh, man, I wish yeah, I could remember. I was listening to a song on the radio the other day, and I like, I was like, oh, that's what they say. Oh, I've been singing that song wrong for a good 25 years now. Because uh, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, like you're alone in the car, and it's like crystal clear came through. I'm like, oh, that's the lyric. I wish I could remember the song. Oh, wait. yeah, I do. But I'm, I am horrible, horrible with lyrics. Okay, but they're just making up their own over there. Yeah, it's a whole new melody. It's like a new backup. Uh, they should add it to the song. Okay. Yeah, it uh, reminds me of like Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline, the everybody ba, ba, ba. singing the ba ba bas, which aren't right. really there. You just throw in a you bitch. <laughs> because I mean, Rich Girl is one of the rare, like mainstream, very famous and longtime popular songs that just casually uses the word bitch yeah. in it, I would mm -hmm. say, you know? Um, so yeah, just uh, beefing wow. it up a little yeah. bit, I guess. Yeah. But they, in the song, they're, they're not referring to the rich girl as a bitch though they they're just saying it's a bitch but yeah, yeah the but jackson and rachel are just going for the jugular on that rich girl man like just <laughs> you. so anyway okay. okay sorry hold on my adobe flash player is now just popped up 
wants me to <laughs> uninstall it. Great timing. It, it knows. Adobe knows that this podcast is like, I mean, you might as well just delete this Wrap one. Okay, remind me later. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. I clicked remind me later, and then it still opened up a page. Adobe? <laughs> All right, Taz, take us home. One more. Here we go. Here we go. We've got the Jim Beam on the finish line here. We're going to get there. Last one. Hey, No Ducks. I have a funny story and a question for you. I was at a red light a few weeks ago and was listening to Taz on what you need to know. My dash cam was running and recorded a pretty serious car crash in the intersection in front of me. The dash cam was also recording the audio inside my truck which happened to be task comparing members of the Utah Jazz to members of NSYNC. I stayed as a witness, and the policeman asked me if he could have the video from my dash cam. He wasn't forcing me, but I was willing to help, so I gave him the SD card. He emailed me later to thank me and said the investigating officers had a good laugh at Tass's comparisons in the video. They're also keeping the video to use in court, so I keep laughing at the idea of the courtroom having to listen to this beauty. So, my question... Any good court stories? Thanks for being such an enjoyable part of my daily life. Turned up. Loving you guys. Awesome. That's from Todd. Long time. On Vancouver Island. Let's keep it on the road, Todd. I got a car story. I'm going back to high school. I uh, just got my permit, so not a full license in Canada. Had my family's Cadillac Sedan DeVille. Feeling good at high school. That beauty of a ride. Uh, bench in the front and bench in the back. I was going to so, say, that's a big car, isn't that's, it? That's, that's a <laughs> monster. Yeah. That's a monster. I did some damage to that thing. Always flooring it. Always using as much gas as possible, <laughs> Lee, because it wouldn't pick up that boat. Anyway, uh, yeah, the bench in the front and bench in the back is important. There's three belts in the front, three belts in the back. And we had six people going up for the ride, everybody going in the, the guy who's got the car. So everybody jumping in. Of course. But I didn't want the one guy who was going to sit beside me to sit beside me. No, thank you. So I said, you could sit beside me in the front, Doug, but uh, hit the back. No, thank oh, you. Put four in the back. Four in the back. It's not a good thing when you've got your permit. Anyway, so I uh, pulled out of the high school parking lot, floored it, went right through the stop sign. Oh, God. And, and uh, cop. Woo, pulled me over immediately, gave me three tickets, one for having too many people, too, more people than seatbelts in the back seat, which I would have lost my license for. We're going to court in a second. Uh, blew through the stop sign, didn't have my uh, registration of my car either. So anyways. Holy I, 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 Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the truck's Yeah, I essentially went to a, a corner store and got this uh, corner store lawyer. Uh, who represented me in court for a few hundred bucks. And uh, it was funny because he got up in front of the court and said, there were not three seatbelts in the front. He couldn't have had... Oh, no, no. What he said was there were four seatbelts in the back seat. So he had enough seatbelts to buckle everybody in the back seat, which was totally untrue. And so... And, I've never seen four. <laughs> yeah, four seatbelts. Yeah. yeah. So then I actually had to testify, and I was asked whether or not there were four seatbelts in the back seat. And I was in a court of law. There was no oh way God. I was fibbing. I said, no, that's, that's, not, that's not the case. There's only three seatbelts in the back seat. Anyways, that ticket did get thrown out, that, that ticket, which was the most important one, uh, because I would have lost my license uh, because it was a permit status. Anyway, still got the stop sign, still got the, uh, the other little one, the other little registration. But uh, yeah, just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. That's the moral of the story. And let Doug ride in the front seat with you, I guess. Uh, then I would only get two tickets, I guess. So. so oddly, the corner store 
lawyer's tactic sort of worked in a weird way. Yeah, I, <laughs> he, he lied, and you had to testify, and you were like, "Well, I'm going to be honest here." Yeah, no, Your Honor, there was there was only three in the back, and we had four back there, and that got thrown out. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I, th- I think. I mean, you guys, if if you guys ever went to court for a uh, a traffic ticket, usually at least we're we're from. If you show up in court, some, yeah. you get something knocked off at the very least. Uh, and I was a young kid, uh, you know, dull. I, I, I didn't bring in Doug with me, um, but, <laughs> but uh, I had a picture yeah. of all my friends. And, you know, I played the song. Your story. Honor, I would like to call to the stand my friend Doug. Would you like to sit beside this man for an uncomfortable amount of time while we drive to this location? No, Your Honor, you would want to put him in the back seat. Doug's a good guy, um, but his, his actual, the spelling of his name is D-A-G, with an umlaut on the A. He's from he's some Scandinavian country, wow. from Denmark or something. He's a dag, but uh, we all call him Doug. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if it's a dag or a Doug, but he's, uh, he's a good guy, really good guy. Good but guy. I would, just a good guy. Don't, 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 don't know. <laughs> Mr. Umlaut. Anyway, uh, any good court stories out there? Uh. No, I'm, the only time I've ever been to court is the time I got married, uh, as I've mm-hmm. told that story before. Uh, the, the, the Honorable Pinky T. Toomer um, <laughs> marrying Nora and I here in an Atlanta courtroom with uh, 30 of our other favorite <laughs> couples <laughs> that, I, that I knew about as well as Tass knew Doug. Uh, <laughs> Do y'all keep in yes, touch with yes, uh, the other yes. couples? Drew. Big group chat. That's, that's who Nora was getting in touch <laughs> with. Hey, who said yeah, this? It's, us. it's yeah. not Happy our wedding anniversary. Wrong Happy anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I, so I don't really have uh, any other good court stories besides that. Lee, you got something? Well, uh, one night after uh, drinking too much Jim Beam outside a night, uh, in a nightclub, I, um, I think I was asked to leave the nightclub. And uh, when I was outside, just before we jumped into a friend who wasn't drinking his car, just parked out the front, I needed to uh, urinate. And so I did, just in the middle of the road. You know, it was like midnight on a Saturday night out the front of the biggest uh, uh, nightclub in this town. And as I'm uh, there, these two police come up to me and say, uh, that's disgusting, that's grotesque <laughs> what you're doing here. Um, we, we, we're not going to let you get away with that. And I thought they, I thought they were going to haul me off uh, for, the, for the four hours in, uh, in the cell. But instead, they issued me a summons to appear in court. And uh, now you can pretty much say, just give me the fine then after they issue the summons and they send you the fine and you have to pay it. And I know some other people who have done it for, um, for that and they've been fined $20. Oh. And so I was like, you know what? I want to go to court for this because I know nothing serious is going to happen. And I thought for 20 bucks, I can do it. So uh, I had a suit and I went up to the same town the night before because it was like an hour drive away from Sunbury. <laughs> And I was there with Big Bears, and we went out the night before the court appearance and got and got boozed up. <laughs> and so I was, I was, I we were kind of running late the for the court appearance the next morning. And at this point as well, because I hadn't opted for the fine, you have to show up to court. You know, I mean, they could issue an arrest warrant, but that, yeah, they're not going to. But the the point is, is, is that was what I opted into. So I turned up to court thinking, like, all right, for for twenty dollars, this is fine. And the magistrate just unloaded on me. He's like. That was disgusting what you're doing. You idiots come up here and you drink and then you treat this town like this. And he just unloaded on me. 
hit me with a $350 fine. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, I hope I don't uh, see you up here in this courthouse again. I'll be a lot uh, more strict on you next time or something like that. I was like, holy shit. I should have just paid the like, you know, I hope it was 20 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever on the spot. But uh, yeah, so $350 for... Uh, Having a little pee-pee in the street there at night one night. <laughs> a grotesque pee-pee, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's because you were mounting some trash can backwards. You're like, what yeah. the hell well, is this guy doing? <laughs> Where the hell is this guy from? That was, uh, that was, that was 1996, <laughs> right? And if you, don't, um, if you don't have another infringement in 10 years, your, your record's supposed to be wiped clean, right? Right. When I got married to Roxana in 2007, uh, I had to get a police clearance. Yeah. And it said, you know, 1996 uh, uh, behaved offensively in a public place. And I'm like, that's over 10 years, though. That that falls outside the window. But uh, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't affect anything of my status. But I was like, I can't believe they they said to me 10 years, and that's it, and then it's gone. But they hang on forever. They never forget that one piss you took. Where where was it? Where was the place? It was a town called Ballarat, which is a uh, it's a it's a mining town. It's a really good touristy spot. <laughs> But it's a small town, probably about eighty thousand people. But it's sort of uh, it's out it's out of the city, like it's the other direction from the city. And we used to go up there all the time. And uh, what yeah, to I just mine? Thought, nah, just to go to the clubs and bars. It's a good college town up there as well, so it was great. Just to, uh, you know, yeah, we didn't want to go to the, into the city of Melbourne all the time. We went the other direction. It was awesome, but. Uh, yeah, three hundred and fifty bucks, and he and he. I just let went out of there, just like so embarrassed. The kid before me with, had been kicking in windows of McDonald's, <laughs> smashing windows. He got a five hundred dollar fine, and I'm like, oh, I, I took a piss. That was one hundred and fifty dollars less than what this kid did, and this kid was like, like a real, um, a real rat bag, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, I had a suit on. Excuse me. Hold on, let me find the I had a suit on, right? I was looking, I was looking professional. This kid was like in jeans and a t-shirt and you stuff like that. You were looking professional. You said you were hungover, man. You probably well, leaked yeah, the he booze. Tell that, though. You probably he took a leak in that. the corner of the courtroom for all we know. <laughs> he couldn't tell that from there. I mean, we were a long way away from him, but uh, ah, yeah. Man. Well, at least the rat bag probably had his penis in his pants while he yeah. was kicking in the <laughs> doors. You're, like, you're lucky you didn't get an indecent exposure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, well. Cost, cost you 350 bucks and probably our Jim Beam sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Got your rat bag. Sorry, we'll get a yeah. diaper sponsorship. It's oh, mining man. Time. Crazy. Uh, JD or TK, can you one up Lee's courtroom story there? I can't. I've never okay. been to court, really. Okay. Shocking. I thought you. Yeah, saying the only court story I thought of was that time on Judge Judy where one guy was stealing another guy's avocados, and Judge Judy said, Why would you do that? <laughs> Guacamole. I, love that clip so much. I just watched that the other day. That's... <laughs> oh, I, I haven't so seen funny. that. I gotta see oh, that. Oh, it's still funny. <laughs> No, I've never seen that. No, I've I used to love Judge Judy. Pick your avocados, yeah. old man, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, that's where that quote comes from. Yeah. All right. Wow. wow. <laughs> what a podcast that was. Uh, you all deserve a medal if you're still here in the stream team or listening to this one. That one went off the rails early and just stayed there. But that's okay. It happens every once in a while, especially with the Beach Up and Podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe to No Dunks, though, on YouTube. Keep your MBA questions and non-MBA questions coming for the next Beach Steppin' podcast. I guess we're continuing with the Beach Steppin' in the playoffs, right? We usually do. 
So keep your cues and your comments coming. Grab your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com and uh, subscribe to The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Tomorrow, Thursday, big, 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 big day. Tass is what you need to know early, 7 a.m. Eastern. You can join them live on YouTube if you want. Giving you a little recap of what happens tonight in the NBA. Then we got the No Dunks Daily Show where I have decided I will be sharing all 10 of my all-NBA teams, including snubs. And it's going to get crazy. That's <laughs> right. Snubs. Oh, I can't well, Hold wait. on. Do you I want me to wait. like just make two more all-NBA teams? Like go all-NBA 11th team, all-NBA 12th team? Or is it better just to then have the snubs? Because I got like... Snub. Yeah, let's go snubs. snubs. It'll be funny. Tens yeah, are good snubs. Nice round number. And then Thursday night, tomorrow night, 8.30, excuse me, p.m. Eastern, happy hour charity drive. Raise the money for St. Jude's. Children's Research Hospital. Can't wait. Please join us. It'll it'll be crazier than this, if you can believe it or not. Uh, you can guarantee that. So that is the happy hour charity drive tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Wow. One for the ages, boys. One for the ages. Clever bros. <laughs> you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, folks. And remember, the guacamole of this story is that No Dunks has been answering doors during their podcast since 2011. <laughs> what? <laughs> Embrace the day, people. You could stay. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.